Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Leviticus 10, the sin of Nadab and Abihu. Now Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took their respective fire pans and after putting fire in them, placed incense on it and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. And fire came out from the presence of the Lord and consumed them and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, it is what the Lord spoke saying, by those who come near me, I will be treated as holy and before all the people, I will be honored. So Aaron therefore kept silent. Moses called also to uh, Mishael and Elzaphan, the sons of Aaron's uncle, Uziel, and said to them, Come forward, carry your relatives away from the front of the sanctuary to the outside of the camp. So they came forward and carried them, stealing their tunics, to the outside of the camp, as Moses had said. Then Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, do not uncover your heads nor tear your clothes so that you will not die and that he will not become wrathful against all the congregation. But your kinsmen, the whole house of Israel, shall bewail the burning which the Lord has brought about. You shall not even go out from the doorway of the tent of meeting or you will die. For the Lord's anointing oil is upon you. So they did according to the word of Moses. The Lord then spoke to Aaron, saying, Do not drink wine or strong drink, neither you nor your sons with you, when you come into the tent of meeting, so that you will not die. It is a perpetual statute throughout your generations. And so, as to make a distinction between the holy and the profane, and between the unclean and the clean. And so, as to teach the sons of Israel all the statutes which the Lord had spoken to them through Moses. 
Then Moses spoke to Aaron and to his surviving sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, Take the grain offering that is left over for the Lord's offerings by fire and eat it, unleavened beside the altar, for it is most holy. You shall eat it, moreover, in the holy place, because it is your, it is your due and your son's due out of the Lord's offerings by fire. For thus I have commanded... The breast of the wave offering, however, and the thigh of the offering you may eat in a clean place, you and your sons and your daughters with you. For they have been given as your due and your sons' due out of the sacrifices of the peace offerings of the sons of Israel. The thigh offered by lifting up and the breast offered by waving, they shall bring along with the offerings by fire of the portions of fat to present as a wave offering before the Lord. So it shall be a thing perpetually done, you and your sons with you, just as the Lord has commanded. But Moses searched carefully for the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it had been burned up. So he was angry with Aaron's surviving sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, saying, Why did you not eat the sin offering at the holy place? For it is most holy, and he gave it to you to bear away the guilt of the congregation, to make atonement for them before the Lord. Behold, since its blood had not been brought inside into the sanctuary, you shall certainly have eaten it in the sanctuary, just as I commanded. But Aaron spoke to Moses, Behold, this very day they presented their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord. When things like these happened to me, if I had eaten a sin offering today, would it have been good in the sight of the Lord? When Moses heard that, it seemed good in his sight. few things here in Leviticus 10. First, um, just looking at the end with Aaron and Moses, it seems kind of confusing that he's saying, but wait, you're supposed to. This is what God said. He said, you're supposed to take the sin offering. You're supposed to consume it. You, you offer it. And then what's left, your portion, you're supposed to eat of it. And, and I don't see it happening. What's going on? And Aaron said, well, my sons already did that. They already offered up the offering, the sin offering, today. Would it be right for me to also do it? I mean, that's really what I'm getting there. It's it's like the, what God has asked to be done has been done by them. I wasn't here, but now I'm I'm here. Do you want me to do it again? God didn't say that. So the reason why I get um that section and read it that way is because when you look earlier with Nadab and Abihu, the sons, they offered up an offering, an incense offering, which God didn't ask them to. They did something that they were just wanting to do. They put it forth and said, here, let me offer this up. And God said, whoa, when you come to me, I want you to do as I want you to, not come to me as you would like to. There, I mean, yes, you have the the free choice to be able to worship as you want. However, within these parameters, he set up parameters. And that's where I believe Aaron is saying, we already fulfilled what God asked us to do. You don't want me to step outside of that again, do you? Moses said, no, you're right. But now back to Nadab and Abihu. You know, there's other scriptures in the Bible that also say, God says, uh, more specifically, and this is this is a big topic that even uh, close family members have had conversations with me about this, but 
this is what God says. He says, when, when you go into that land, he said, when you go into that land, I want you to, uh, and then he gives direction. Sometimes it's kill all the people. Sometimes it's some of the people. Sometimes, you know, but he gives specific direction for each time that he described for David when he goes in and he's taking this and he's taking that or Joshua when they're when they're going into battle he gives them specific directions and sometimes it's a little bit confusing but he has a reason we may not understand it but he knows just like you know walk around these walls for six days without making a sound but then on the seventh day I want you to make as much sound as you possibly can that seems weird that's strange yet when they were obedient the walls came down so God says um, a couple times, he, he says, when you go into that land, I want you to destroy all of their temples and all of their relics, which they use to worship their pagan gods. Destroy them. And then he says, in that same context, he says, do not use those things to worship me. He's already told them how he wants to be worshipped. He said, don't use those relics which they use to, to uh, worship their pagan gods. Don't use those pagan traditions and those pagan relics and those pagan altars to worship me. And then he says, it is is an abomination to me. So if Nadab and Abihu just decide, God didn't ask for this incense to be used. Let me use this incense instead. I think it smells great. Let's go ahead and put it in there and offer it up to God. God said, no, no, I told you which ones I wanted. And in further disobedience, they were consumed. They were punished, but to the extreme. Well, just think about those things when it comes to worshiping God, when it comes to how we worship, the way that we worship. Are we doing it the way that God wants us to? Are we doing it the way that we want to? Father, help us to understand your desires, that we may fulfill your desires for how you would like us to approach you and how you would like for us to worship you. Help us to understand so that we can have the courage and the strength to do it your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.